millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to episode 128 of See You Next Wednesday, a film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, August 27th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. To whom will a shark never tell a secret? I don't know. A big-mouthed bass. That's that's a bass joke, not a shark joke. Uh, Why do sharks detest gangsters? Why? They always carry a rod. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, that's a shark joke. Random or a page. Joke. Oh. Uh-uh. What does Cinderella shark wear? Uh, glass a- flipper. Yeah. Ah. Is it? Oh, you ju- <laughs> you guessed it. I nailed win. it. I I win. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, I win? Won. All right. Oh, Hundred one shark jokes. Yeah. yeah. So I the the story that was only three of them. Um, for fighting anyone- humor from our funny. Finny friends. Yeah. Mm, uh. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, Sorry. a while ago I found a uh, Jaws jokes book, and then over the weekend I found another shark-based <laughs> book. That I had when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I recognize the illustrations, the cover, the the biting humor. <laughs> Speaking of biting. Mom, mom, mom. Speaking of biting, this cat's yeah. biting all over this headphone. Oh, yeah. He's, he's uh, really grown up to be quite an asshole. <laughs> Frank is teething on the headphone cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got so much to talk about this week. We're going to play Film Roulette, where two of us saw Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, and one of us saw If I Stay. I made Greg and Casey listen to Art Garfunkel, and we're going to roll for the movies next week. We'll play some 90210 Oh Yeah Relay, TV Dadged Cage Match at the end of the episode, all that and more. Yeah, yeah, tons of stuff. Um, let's get right into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah, um, right. I have a lot of like housekeeping stuff. Oh yeah, me want, too. Do you want me to do that off the top, or should yeah. we? Okay, I do. Um, <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Well, yeah. we announced Video Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is September seventh, Sunday, yes. September seventh, I right. believe. Uh, and we are screening. Ow! Yeah, <laughs> we are I just, screening. I watched him like just crouch and then pounce for your calf muscle. <laughs> um, whoa! Is cats biting me? <laughs> Yeah, he's such an asshole. <laughs> um, we we announced uh, Video Vengeance, our VHS screening event, as I said, September 7th, uh, Sunday, September 7th. We are screening Never Too Young to Die. God yes. damn it, right we are. Yeah. So excited about this that. This is the one. If you've ne- if you've come to one and you're not sure when to come again or you've never come and been planning to, this is the fucking one. Yeah. yeah. No it, fucking around. There, there's a reason why this movie has been screened before and will probably continue to be screened uh, at, in the years to come uh-huh. at, ve- at events like this. Because, god damn it, yeah, it's fucking crazy. 
Um, and it's starring John Stamos. John Stamos. And stars Vanity. John Stamos. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, although I feel like the real stars of this uh, film are uh, Gene Simmons mm-hmm. and Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Asshole Simmons. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's good. I adore this movie. Yeah, it's great. It's I, so much fun. I own two copies of it on VHS just in case one breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And I, I can say because I, I hate Kiss and I hate everything Gene Simmons is and will ever be and has yeah. ever been, this is the best thing he's ever done. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> by far. By far. He plays a uh, cross-dressing transsexual... Uh, what is he? Gang uh, leader? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. like an 80s gang. Gladiator, like a, ringleader, yeah. <laughs> uh, post-apocalyptic. Well, at the beginning the of the movie, he's happened. just like, I'm going to poison the water supply. Anyway, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no, yeah, it's... It's delightful. Yeah. Um, and it's got theme songs for uh, for Stargrove, the <laughs> He's intrepid He's a pretty hero. good boy. Yeah. Uh, I love mm. that. I love that song. Oh, oh boy. so good. Stargrove. Yeah. So, so you're yes. going to want to come to that. You really uh, do want to. Go to facebook.com slash video vengeance or go to modernsuperior.com and uh, there's a little drop down on the top mm-hmm. for about the site and we've got our listings up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then speaking of VHS, I want to do a, a quick shout out to Laser Blast uh, this month. They screen at the Royal and they're screening a double feature of this uh, kung fu movie called Furious on the Sunday, the 31st of August. And then also they are screening the documentary Re- Rewind This right afterwards. Oh, so, nice. Uh, go see a Ooh. kung fu movie on VHS and then watch the documentary about VHS. There you go. There's, yeah, with the time. director blast, in uh, attendance. Ooh. Yeah, the director yeah. of the doc. Yeah, so Laser Blast Cinema. Uh, Laser Blast uh, is is at the Royal, so yeah, check that out. It's a good time. So good. Yeah, Casey and I have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. I uh, Are you done with all your uh, nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got some nonsense. Oh, really? I was really? going to say I did the uh, um, an episode of Drink Along the other day. You did? Oh, uh, right. Oh, yeah, sweet. Coming out, uh, coming out next week. Awesome. Uh, oh, boy, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Such yeah. A, it's a, such a great show to listen to. Those guys are super entertaining. And uh, just so much fun to do. Yeah. So to all any of her listeners, I highly suggest being a guest on that show. Yeah. 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 No. So you, you did it. it. You did it this past weekend, right? That's right. Yeah. Sunday. That's great. I um, I got uh, I got a little drunk, fellas. <laughs> yeah. How many did you do? Did you I got three a drink? little. Did you do three so beers? drunk. Did you do three bit different beers? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. It was a. Uh, it, we were judging. Um, oh yeah. Homebrew. Uh, yeah. I couldn't make it. Uh, yeah. It was. <sighs> uh, it was a good time. Yeah, they, they brewed their own beers, and then they had a panel come in. And, and yeah, yeah. yeah. The, well, the panel was me, Matt Brown, and uh, and Jamie Dew. Okay. Mm. We all got uh, fairly drunk. Sweet. Very good. <laughs> None of us know that. I got a beer. last... Somebody dropped out, and they, they texted me that afternoon. Yeah, me too. I down and be a judge, but uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I not. was buying 100 VHS tapes. Yes, you had a very, very <laughs> nice uh, haul this weekend, too. Yeah, so... Oh, but man. anyway, check check that episode out, because it's really funny and su- super fun, and uh, uh-huh. and again... I'm. I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you apologize in advance. Mm-hmm. I apologize for nothing. Yeah. Well, actually, I do apologize for a couple of things that we may have said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens on a show where you drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of judges, why don't you guys bust out your tidbits and I'll see what's working. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, mm. uh, all right, Dan. You got any tidbits? No. Uh, no those tidbits? are my tidbits. Oh, I've got a tidbit. I've okay. got one tidbit. Uh, I saw the sacrament. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that could have been a much better movie yes. than it was. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I, it definitely felt like 
after Ty West back to back making movies that I just fucking loved, I yeah. was like, kind of a step down. Oh, I was well, I was very disappointed with it. Like, uh, like it, it's not a bad movie because Ty West is like a fucking awesome filmmaker, yeah. but it's just like it could have been so much more powerful had they connected some dots. Yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff that's just like, hey, we're gonna go shoot this documentary about this crazy cult. Uh, uh, oh, and I had no idea how much. I don't know if it's a spoiler to say this, but I don't care. Uh, I don't. I, I had no idea how much it borrowed from the whole Jim Jones yeah, situation. A lot, a lot yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's like been some re- reviews that have said, like, yeah, this could have been something, but it hems too close to that kind of grossly. Yeah. Kind of like, in a way like where you're like, a, this isn't like, yeah. But also the timeline is is really terrible. It's like, it's like, hey, we're, we've built this community and we're building this thing. And then, oh, these guys show up and now it's over. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a real weird... Uh, I, I thought that that framing it like a Vice uh, documentary was a nice, like... I don't know because found footage is so done I thought like framing it as like one of those vice yeah. documentaries was a nice way to make it like kind of plausible I in, see, in a well, way sure I think uh, I think it was the the way that you that you can do a, um, a found footage thing now With that the, everybody's yeah. tired of found footage things but it's still there were still those shots of like well, why would they be filming right now? Mm-hmm. Or, or like, there's still those like, oh, give this person the camera because th- this should be filmed. Yeah, like so, you know, somebody just arbitrarily makes that decision. Yeah, um, you know, so you do still have to make those, uh, uh, those little for forgiveness, forgiveness, yeah. Sense? <laughs> <Forgiveness> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's entertaining. Yeah, if you I like thought, Ty West, check it out. I thought it was worth a watch, but yeah, I was a little disappointed with it coming off of mm-hmm. uh, Innkeepers, which I was like, oh, so absolutely in love with. So yeah, uh, yeah, because I was just hoping <laughs> that that his next one would be even better. Yeah, even better. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he was clearly on like a path with yeah, uh, yeah. House of the Devil. On even then. though I do, I love the Innkeepers. I love it, but oh. I do like House of the Devil more. I oh, do too. Yeah. yeah, it's a I. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm the only one. Keepers is more a more. I don't know. I don't want. How do I say this? Is a more uh, mature film. Yeah. A more real eye. Like it's you know. Yeah. He's he's a better filmmaker, and you can tell. Mm -hmm. Although the uh, uh, the what everyone's trying to do in making an '80s vibed horror movies, no one did at all but house of the devil did nails it, yeah, it. house yeah. of the devil absolutely well because it it, it doesn't wink at you no, like, no. it just made that place. way it just you know. is an 80s movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah like to, to to the like even to the point like of greta gerwig in that movie yeah, yeah. Great yeah. In that movie Fuck, yeah. looks so much like a like a hot <laughs> 80s girl <laughs> yeah really totally yeah yeah um, Pretty good. So really great. Uh, uh, I wanted to quickly talk about a couple of trailers, which I assume you saw. Oh, uh, what, what in front of uh, Sin City, the uh, Dame to yeah, uh, a Dame, a dame to, to Kill For. for? Yeah. Um, there's a, there's now like a teaser trailer for the Hateful Eight. Right. A trailer oh, for I a movie that. that hasn't that filmed hasn't one frame. Yeah. I saw that. I saw yeah. that online. Yeah. And I don't it. care. I was like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm like the cast. Ooh, what's the little man? I mean, obviously, I you didn't know, care for it at Peter all. Peter Dinklage is going to be in this <laughs> movie. Am I too. wrong? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. Bruce Dern is uh, going to be in it. Kurt Russell is going to be in it. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is in talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and beyond that, uh, there's a couple of. Oh, Walton I'm Goggins. Sure, you were going to say Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, yeah. Wally Cox. Yeah, Wally Cox. Who fucking a man? That oh, guy's I love awesome. Wally Cox. He's so great. good. 
yeah, I don't, I don't care. I uh, I love Tarantino movies. Yeah. And I love the setup. I love what this idea is. And I'm glad oh, that they're I'm like, looking you know what? This it. is a fucking film event. So you get a trailer before anything else has fucking happened. The movie's yep. not even cast. And that trailer was <laughs> super it. fun to watch. I enjoyed it. Uh, maybe it was just because <laughs> I watched like a shitty version of it on the internet. But I was just like, uh, oh, I don't care, man. Oh, like, really? No, I was just like, it looks like someone just took After Effects and oh, were like, splash, splash, splish. Absolutely. Yeah. Stain. <laughs> on the uh, like on the internet, like on the big screen, it looks pretty good. I can yeah, see that. Pretty good. Yeah. And but, the best use of a number in a title since seven. Uh, oh yeah, seven. Full eight. So seven. And pretty good. I'll never yeah. call that one. Um, <laughs> that that one is just like it. It doesn't even make sense. No, like, <laughs> because uh, seven doesn't look like okay, a P no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you tilt your head really quick in the middle no. of the word. Yeah, and, and blink a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like an yeah. asshole. Um, yeah. And then there was a, a trailer for a new Amityville movie that I didn't even know. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? Nor do I care. What? Come on. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, what? Like, like? oh, no, there's a kid in a coma who's lying on maggots. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> How oh. many bad Amityville movies do we need to make to realize yeah. that we don't need anymore? No. <laughs> like, the first one just just gets by yeah oh it's not and and it's, i think it's nostalgia movie, really boosts yeah that, that movie is yeah. remembered more for yeah, it being it, called amityville and being based on like what happened with yeah, the book and yeah. looking house yeah more, like you looking? watch that movie and you're like there's a couple scenes but otherwise boring. it's boring yeah, yeah. And then the <laughs> this, second one is it the second one with all the incest and, i'm not sure and the pit and the cellar i know the third oh. one i just know the cover of the third one because it had the hand coming out oh, of you and it was like the one amityville 3d right 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 that's the one with the incest and nothing happens until the very end when, that, when there's that pit and that hand comes out. Okay. Like, this, now? Yeah. Matt He's is, trying to love you. I know. He oh, attacks Frank. Dan Gorman and gives me all of the affection. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> go to sleep, my prince. Uh, <laughs> my sweet prince. <laughs> sleep upon my lap. Yeah, hey, I'm trying go. to think. I, didn't, I don't think I saw any trailers before uh, mm-hmm. uh, If I Stay that were worth noting. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a romantic comedy oh. this week. Oh, did you? I watched a movie called Thanks for Sharing. Oh, I feel like I've heard of that. With Mark Ruffalo and Tim Robbins and Gwyneth Paltrow. What? It? Josh yeah. Gad and Pink. Oh, what is that? There's one person in that movie I like so far. <laughs> you like Tim Robbins, don't you? Uh, I like him, yeah. I think that might have been. Oh, no, I like Mark and Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Too. There you got yeah. two. Although Tim Robbins, I like him in movies. I don't like hearing him talk. He's right. uh, very self I feel like I've heard of this, but I'm looking at the cover, and I'm like, well, this poster yeah, just I didn't looks know like what everything the hell else. It was. Yeah. It's from 2012. And, uh, oh, I, this is the sex comedy one. I saw the trailer yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex comedy. Yeah. It's like, okay, sex, so Mark uh, Ruffalo is, is a sex addict. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he goes, ow, he's ow, like in a, <laughs> sorry, he's in a 12-step program. He's been sober for five years. Uh, Which means he hasn't uh, boned anybody? Yeah, or masturbated. Oh, God. Yeah, it's part of it, like when you have the problem, the disease. And so it's a really <laughs> weird movie because it's it, it, a lot of its subject matter is quite dark and socially and emotionally complicated, yeah. but it is straight up filmed like a Matthew McConaughey you know, uh, J-Lo rom-com. Weird. Like it's really a boner weird. It looks days. like, you know, uh, <laughs> but again, the subject matter is, is what it is. And it's a really unbalanced all over the place. Like the fo- I'm trying to figure out what the tone is the whole time. Some of it is quite good. Okay. Tim Robbins is fucking great in it. It was uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo is always fun to watch. It was written by the guy that did, uh, the kids are all right, which I know a oh, lot of people liked. I liked yeah. that too. And Patrick Fugit is in it. 
Fugit? Uh, Fugit? Yeah, sure. from Almost Famous. Right. And I like him. He, I, I do, too. And he's been making, you know, like, sm- I think smart choices and what to be in as he's growing up and not just being the almost, almost famous, famous guy it's almost <laughs> taking the kevin bacon route like i'm gonna do a whole shit ton of supporting stuff to yeah. just like flesh out my abilities anyway he is fucking awesome in this movie nice uh-huh. really good and pink is good and she's better than gwyneth paltrow in it who's just awful when gwyneth paltrow shows up i'm just like this is the fucking worst movie i hate this movie <laughs> and then she goes away and i'm like and, but so it's all these people have addictions and most of them are sex-based and Everyone, of course, crumbles. Yeah, and succumbs to their addiction. And when that happens in this movie, that totally looks and feels like a rom com. Shit is dark. Yeah, <laughs> like do all like there's a, some really not not uh, what you see in a rom com scenes. It was a very anyway. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it, except for yeah, like the movie that has Tim Robbins and Patrick Fugit in it. Is really good. The one that has Gwyneth Paltrow in it is terrible. Yeah. The one that has Josh Gad in it starts awful and then gets kind of all right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> then when, once he starts fucking, then right. it gets uh, Then it gets all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and But then it ends with uh, 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 Tender Comrade by uh, Billy Bragg. Uh, oh, which nice. I was not super familiar with, and boy, is that a beautiful song! Yeah, yeah. oh my god! Uh, yeah, I don't. What a, it was such a uh, confusing watch. <laughs> I don't even know. What, I just had to bring up that I saw it to say. Why that did you I was, watch it? Did you just see? Uh, was it like on Netflix or something? Uh, yeah, it was, it's on Netflix, and you know, it, 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 yeah, it, it just it's one of those things that happens. You watch yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, Happen, yeah, yeah, just very confused. Biker's intention was I don't know what movie he wanted to make or which <laughs> one the studio wanted to make. I don't know. They them all yeah <laughs> so yeah interesting yeah, yeah i didn't yeah, see uh, the pink other... is a better actress than ben gwyneth paltrow that's I, the takeaway yeah yeah <laughs> i find her so unlikable Who? in every way pink yeah okay but gwyneth paltrow is also so unlikable absolutely oh yeah no i could see it being quite a contest yeah yeah <laughs> good lord yeah what a whole bunch of movies i saw in that movie <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's all my right. story cool i don't i don't have anything else really for uh oh i, I wrote a review for a movie called tower of evil you can check that out on modernspear.com. It was one of my tape snags. It was on like mm. it's one of those bargain looking tapes that I usually I like to get the ones where I'm like I have no idea what this is going to be like. Yeah. And, I, and I expected it to be just a bore and it's actually really fun. Oh. So uh it's like a British gothic horror movie uh mixed with like kind of a slasher, but it's yeah. a proto slasher cuz it's from the early 70s. What's the name again? It's called Tower of Evil. Okay. It's interesting. I would say check it out if you like weird uh weirdo ex- exploitation slasher weird movies. It's, it's <laughs> I do. it was a a lot of fun. Yeah, I was, like towers. Yeah, it was so. actually a lot of fun. So go to modernsphere.com, check the review out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also uh, this Saturday, I for almost completely forgot about this. Saturday the thirty uh, the thirtieth. If you're going to Fan Expo, as I mentioned earlier, the director of Rewind This is in town. He's doing a lecture on VHS, and I'm uh, helping out by providing a bunch of VHS tapes mm-hmm. uh, for like that. a little. Um, VHS wall of sorts. Yeah. So if you're at Fan Expo, check out the uh, the lecture that's going on. Go to uh, the Black Museum and check that out because I'm yeah I'll be there just with a bunch of tapes. We can look at them mm-hmm. and be like, this movie's great. Yeah, check <laughs> us out. Yeah, check us out. <laughs> <laughs> Weird science. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So any other tidbits? Um. No. No. Was, that's all the yeah, I wish kids. I could think of any trailers from the beginning of that movie. <laughs> my but tids have been bitten, bitten. <laughs> by Frank. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, then let's uh, use this opportunity to head on over to film. Oh, sorry, 
Not film roulette. The King Ring. The King yeah. Ring. Let's ding, just ding, we'll, ding. we'll take a brief little spin in the King Ring. Yeah. Ling a ling a ling. The uh, final. The, the final. The final King spin ring. in the King Ring. Yeah. You guys uh, watched the other half of uh, it. Yeah. Stephen King's it. Yeah. Uh, with big big screen adaptations coming up of uh, the Stand and Stephen King's it. We, Casey and I have been watching the miniseries that were uh, television events, trying to figure out why they're yeah. so bad, mm-hmm. and if any of them are any good. Uh, well, so I guess this is the big roundup the, here. Um, this is the last, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The, and wh- as it stands, we have found out that none of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> none of them. None. No. Oh, now to be fair, we didn't watch all of them. No, we most of them. We, the, like the, we watched really the big famous high ones. profile. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys to my did knockers. Uh, to, to my, my knockers. <laughs> yeah. Tommy knockers. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> that was it. That's the only one uh, I can remember. Pierce Brosnan barfs on a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Which, you know, there was too much fluff around waiting for him Bag to barf on a tree. Bag of bones. Uh, yeah. You did Two My Knockers, The Stand, mm-hmm. The Langoliers, mm-hmm. The Shining from 97, mm-hmm. and Bag of Bones. And uh, was that something it? else. The Salem's Lot. The Salem's, Salem's Lot, Lot yes. Which was the best it of all of them. It's definitely the best one. And, but it is also silly and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I, 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 thought, I thought some of it was filmed really well. And had some genuinely creepy moments. Yeah. Creepy vibe. Yeah. It did have some moments. Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of terrible. Yes. <laughs> Let's uh, get to part, part two. two of uh, Stephen King's It. Yes. Starring the cast of Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of Night Court performs Stephen King's It <laughs> yeah. in a special television event. The, uh, it's, okay. Um, there's there's moments, there's Tim Curry moments in this that are yeah. fucking great. Yes. Throughout the thing, he's he's pretty great. Yeah, but much, I think this is kind of like the stand where part one is like flawed, but hey, but it's like oh, there's some fairly entertaining scary moments, yeah, and um, charming enough. Yeah, exactly. It's not as good as part one of the stand, part one of it. No, no, no it's not. Uh uh-uh. uh um, But then, but then, well, because part one basically deals mostly with the children, right? Uh, and then part two is about them when they've grown up mm-hmm. into uh, sitcom stars. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Washed up. Sorry, sorry. Sitcom, Sitcom, Sitcom stars. stars. Nobody gives a <laughs> yeah. sweet fuck about. Um, now Harry Anderson is in this, and he's playing a wacky comedian guy. Yep. Who uh, uh, I kept thinking. I mean, he. If you don't know who Harry Anderson is, he played Judge Harry T. Stone on uh, Night Court. Yeah. He was the wisecracking magician Mag- judge <laughs> at night. <laughs> <laughs> was the point of that show? Yeah, and in this movie, I kept I kept feeling like he was playing Judge Harry T. Stone. Oh God, yeah. Well, that's all he has because he's Judge Harry T. Stone when he's on Cheers too. Yeah, but even on Cheers, where he's a Harry the magician, right? I felt like he was more of a, a, a fleshed out character than he was here yeah. when he's supposed to be. Like you know, like there's parts where where he sees Pennywise the clown and it's like terrifying and everything in the and library. Yeah, it's so and he's screaming like it's wacky. Whoa, clown! My favorite part about the library scene is because he can see Pennywise. And what Pennywise is doing, and no one else can. Yeah. And there are these, all these balloons floating around, and the, the balloons start to burst, and, and it blood, just plays it sprays blood, blood all, all over people. Yeah. And it's really fun watching the actors try so hard not to move their faces. I watched, <laughs> I literally watched that a couple of times just to see if any of them did. And the first guy does not move his face at all. And his Good eyes are him. kind of open. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The second woman. She just she she immediately <laughs> yeah, instinctively she does flinches. it, but then fully corrects. She's like, yeah. "Nothing, nothing." <laughs> Here's my question about that: Why is flinching bad in that shot? 
because they're not they're supposed not, to know that oh, they're, they're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just um, said that literally a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For our slower listeners, Dan Gorman's here to pick up the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> For our slower <laughs> listeners and podcasters. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's just there's so many things. That like, are wrong with this? Yeah. Uh, there's like a bully at the beginning of the movie. There's a Henry kid who Bowers. bullies them. Yeah, yeah. When, when he's a kid. Yeah. When they're kids. And then, uh, and he's the one who confesses to all the murders. Right. So then. Uh, Pennywise does that to him, which they don't really make clear in this that that's why he did it. Is that Pennywise kind of drove him insane. Right. And had him do his bidding. Right. So he could come back because co- every 30 years this happens. Yeah. Uh, they don't make that clear either that no. every 30 years this no, happens. No, no. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't know. It, it just it feels like a bunch of dumb shit happens. Like, uh, uh, like again, like the, the their bully uh, breaks out of the uh, insane asylum right. uh, to go because Pennywise is like, hey, you got to go kill them again. And he's like, mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he goes and, and tries to kill them, but then they kill him. Yeah. And then pff, he's done. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's so unnecessary. And I feel like it was something from the book. That uh, that probably played into the whole thing more, but in the miniseries it was just like a, yeah. Just, uh, again, the Henry Bowers character is enormous in the book. He's yeah. so important, and again, he was just as and terrifying scary. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. a villain, right? And so unpredictable, and just like this is the, this is like the scariest bully ever, right? Uh, but they don't get that. He's just like a fucking guy, mm-hmm. uh, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, all this happens. There's every once in a while something hilarious happens, like everybody opens their um, <laughs> their fortune cookies, <laughs> and sometimes there's tiny birds in them. Sometimes there's eyes <laughs> or a little like clamper like, fingers. Yeah, I don't like, know what or that like was. Like a little spider leg or yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh man! Yeah, well, you know, audience, you've had fortune cookies before. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the scary uh, thing that happens. And then, yep. uh, the, anyway, the final confrontation is wonderful. Uh, oh well, <laughs> the weird thing is, I don't know why I I remember it like this, but I for some reason I remember because spoiler alert, Pennywise in his truest form is a big spider. Okay, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fuck. For those of us who are slow, what's Pennywise? <laughs> I'm lost. Also, what's a spider? I'm lost. Um, How many legs is this thing? Was all of this in the fortune cookie? <laughs> is this an insect? <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so it's a big spider. And for some reason, I remember the big spider being a big spider with Tim Curry's head. Okay. <laughs> like being a big stop motion That'd spider great. with yeah. like Tim Curry's clown head. Unfortunately, it isn't. It, it isn't. No. Uh, and it's a big, unfortunately, because yeah. it's just awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this big plastic spider. Yeah. And that's stop it. motion. Yeah. They're really horrible. Terrible Just stop motion. Terrible. The whole end is so awkwardly filmed. Yeah. The set is so yeah, shitty looking. I, I seem to remember that like underground set the last time I watched oh. it being like, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a couple of uh, matte paintings that uh, I might have done in grade eight. <laughs> You're like, how'd they find these things? Yeah. And the lighting is super bad. And there's that really awkward scene where this is where you just see the bad acting is they're like, oh, man, we can shoot it. With the the silver and kill it, yeah. And, but if you look into its lights, like there's it's that, and dead it's, lights. It, it, it's dead lights, and it's such a cool thing in the book where it's like the first time one of them experiences that, and it's like I looked into the lights and like they beckoned to me, and I wanted to be there. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's well, they, really cool. They say that in in this, but it's kind of a weirdly throwaway thing. Yeah, yeah. I th- they don't know how to handle it, yeah. and then so, but if you look in it, you kind of get hypnotized and drawn into Pennywise. 
And so uh, John Boy Walton's doing that. And then John Ritter's like, oh, shit, he's looking at the deadlights. Let me run right next to him and stare at them, too. <laughs> yeah. And then Harry Anderson's like, oh, no, me, too. Oh, God, you guys, what are you looking at? And they all run over and go, bleh. <laughs> it's so like, hammy. It's and these fucking... big sitcom reactions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and then so they defeat the fucking spider pretty easily. Pretty easy, yeah. Um, they push it over and they... Kick yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. Push it over and kick it. <laughs> That's how I so, get rid of spiders. If you've so. been terrorized by an evil force for thirty years, <laughs> just kick it a bit. <laughs> oh man. That, that's it. But the stupidest thing in the whole entire world. Now I wanted to know if this happens in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh one of uh, uh who is it? Uh R- Richard Harris uh, Richard Harris. Uh <laughs> Richard Thomas. <laughs> Sorry? Uh um, John Boy. John Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um his Stuttering wife. Bill. Uh yeah. Yeah. His, his wife, uh who is played weirdly by Olivia Hussey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she comes to the town to see yeah. what's going on with him. Yeah. And then she gets all catatonic because yeah. Pennywise is like, Gar. Yeah. <laughs> and she, I'm inside um, your head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's catatonic now, and he's like, oh, God, she's catatonic. What can I do? Wait a minute. I know what I'll do. I'll put her on a bike and race down a hill, and then she'll wake up. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, I rode this bike, and it, and it saved my friends. So yeah. they do that. They're, uh, yeah, it's they, they do it wrong, and it doesn't feel right, and it's too super silly to do in a movie because it works in the book. Uh, Does the, it really? The, the bike is almost like a character, and it's really solidly written stuff right. about his relationship to that bike and what it meant to him outside of anything to do with a demon or a bully. Right. And... Uh, and yeah, like it, she does come to while they're on the bike, but it's not like magic bike time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like it literally is like, oh, we defeated the big spider and everything, yeah. but my wife's still caught a turn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just give her, just take her on a bike ride. The funniest scene in the whole movie, maybe, is uh, uh, Richard Thomas and Tim Reed's fun with a bike montage. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the weirdest. <laughs> weirdest <laughs> fucking scene because uh, it's like because like uh, uh yeah tim reed's like hey uh let me show you something's gonna judge yeah. you a little bit yeah and he shows them this bike and they're like oh no and then this like like you know uh old like uh, uh r&b soul music starts <laughs> yeah. playing and it's just two grown men yeah. riding together on a bicycle yeah just laughing and and like getting out the by the Car, the <laughs> this is like a cards cards homage to, to uh, Butch Cassidy. Right? I was going to say yeah. it's sort of like that scene with P- Paul Newman, but that one's like kind of charming yeah. and like great. Yeah, yeah. This and this was just like, well, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I think get, aren't you supposed to be fighting a demon? Yeah, <laughs> get, get off the bike. Get <laughs> off he the takes bike. A, Tim Reed takes trap. his blazer off and he's like a matador, like oh yeah, bullfighting and with the bike. Oh, what a character! Oh god, it's, it's really <laughs> so awkward. It's awkward really hard to watch. watch. Really hard. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So anyway. The uh, worst. Yeah, B plus. <laughs> eight out of eight, eight out of ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't even know. I don't understand 
what the problem is with these. Like, they just can't get one of them right because they handle them too lightly, but they all feel cheaply done. Like, it's, it's a, the, the ratings were huge for a Stephen King television event, it, like, in the 80s and yeah. 90s, right? But they never put any money into it. It looks worse than Murder, She Wrote or something. Like, just get, <laughs> just rent a place, man. Stop yeah. painting these fucking backdrops. Yeah, like, just and do just something. Get Angela Lansbury. Just already. get her. Come yeah. on. Man. She's a writer. He oh, loves yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That should have been a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he should have wrote episodes of Murder She Wrote. Yeah, uh, it's it's just it's the weirdest thing because he, uh, like, and he's often involved in them too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I feel like he was like the, maybe there wasn't so much going on in the eighties, but everybody loved him. But I mean, like yeah, a million yeah, of enormous. them are, are all directed by fucking Mick Garris. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, mean, I, I feel like he was like this is the only um, filmable way to to tell one of my stories because it's so long. Yeah, and you can fit everything in. Yeah, it. but what? they just they don't like. Yeah, it, but it, ah, it's so frustrating to think about how how bad these are. It's yeah. just it's like yeah, you you you're taking a book that's big and that needs the time to breathe, but then yeah. like you're not putting the time and effort into writing it properly. Yeah. Like it seems like the scripts or at a base level are off. Yeah, oh god. Well, even if the, even it like I feel like as bad as what I remember the people in it being like. Yeah, like like we've said a million times, Stephen King's writes in a very specific way, and it seems like no one can get it through their head that you're going to have to throw some of this out, and you can't just, like, streamline it. You can't pick, like, oh, here's the one phrase that I need mm. to, like, remember to put in this because it's from the book. Like, yeah. Just, like, have, like... It, it seems like nobody on these sets were like, okay, we did our first take as uh, it was written. Uh, it didn't really feel uh, honest. So everybody, you can j- change your lines a little bit to make it feel, you know, comfortable. Yeah, and yeah. And maybe it'll work this time. But they, it seems like they never do that. No. <laughs> but again, it... it, it runs into that trap of like oh well we've got all these sitcom stars on yeah. uh, on contract and we need you know we need them to fulfill that contract somehow yeah. so a miniseries is a really easy way for them yeah. to do that yeah uh but then but things become so horribly miscast yeah uh, and so many th- so many consistencies with the badness uh someone's always a writer yeah and so much terrible child acting yeah, really bad. Which is why I, I, I maybe the best thing uh, out of all of this is part one of the stand, like the most watchable thing. If you're going to watch anything on its own or cut yeah. it out somehow, part one of the stand. Watch half of the stand. Yeah, and half then be the done stand with it. because it doesn't have any kids. Yeah, and nobody's a writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> just get Stephen. King's Some guys like, are really <laughs> irritating pop singer. Hey ma, <laughs> hey, hey ma, stop being so sexy with your ma. Oh, gross! I'm from New Jersey, ma. I'm gonna hit number one on the charts, ma. <laughs> ma, I'm a big pop star. Hey. You're looking good, ma. No cavities, <laughs> <laughs> no hands, ma. ma. Look. <laughs> Yeah, um, Jesus. Yeah, well, some creepy bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the here I I had a tidbit I kept uh, to myself. Okay. During the committee, <laughs> secret tidbit. Yeah. I wish you'd keep more of your tidbits. Uh, sorry, to yourself. <laughs> you know, I, longer like I have a couple of drinks. The tidbits start flowing. Out. <laughs> um, it, they're eyeballing Matthew McConaughey to play Randall Flagg. Yes. In okay. the stand. Again, you guys haven't read The Stand. No, but I've seen it. No, yes. but I own a bad version you of it. You got the abridged version, the shortened one. Yeah. No, we don't read all pages. these pages. Uh, like it's fine. That one's fine. The 800 and some odd. Yeah. I mean, it's it, but 
If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna bother to read the stand, read the read the full the, one, the long one. The yeah, out I'll try. Um, yeah, that's pretty. Well, that's I mean, that's a huge star right now. Ooh, I it's like see... again, five years ago, it would have been like, Ugh. oh, really? <laughs> but now, but his turnaround is miraculous. So that's pretty. If they could nail McConaughey down for something like that as Randall Flagg, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. Dude, that'd be pretty. Yeah. I can get behind that because he yeah. has to have the charm. The charm has mm-hmm. to be there. I could definitely see him doing it. Yeah. Uh, uh, fr- from wh- where I saw the other guy fail, yeah. I could see McConaughey right. doing and it. And McConaughey, right. if he can pull out some of that subtle creepiness and darkness like True Detective, which he, obviously he can, uh, I think that's that's tonally right there. You know? Yeah. yeah, Pretty good. Just no mullet. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't need the mullet. No. <laughs> Um, well, that's the end of the King Ring. That's it. Yeah. Um, Goodbye, King Ring. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Good golly. I guess that means we should roll on down to Film Roulette. I guess we should. But first, what? let's have a uh, word from our sponsors, 101 Shark Jokes, <laughs> fighting humor from our funny friends by Phil Hirsch. Uh, you can get this on, oh man, there's no, uh, I was, no, no publisher. Who, who publishes it? Oh, you can get this on Pyramid New York. Uh, mm. How do you recognize a shark owner in a pet shop? This is the first one, so they're first, this, first page. First page, they're you know getting in strong. Uh, yeah. How do you recognize a shark owner in a pet shop? I don't know. He's the only one buying a two mile leash. Uh, uh. <laughs> is that I have a number of problems? Is that you that don't joke. want to get close to a shark, or is that uh, oh, they're okay, so strong yeah. they need a long leash? I, or I guess it's a shark owner, not hunter, so it must be doesn't want to get close. Yeah, yeah. Or he's going to go fishing with his is. dog. Yeah. That's the long leash is for. Why did the shark refuse to attack Mark Spitz when he tried to swim in the Atlantic? Because he was only a Spitz in the ocean. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even get what that. You could have said that with anybody. <laughs> why? Uh, why wouldn't the shark eat Casey Lyons in the Atlantic? Because he was a lions in the Atlantic. In the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Play uh, that theme song for Film Roulette. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I have to wash the shark taste out of my mouth. <laughs> Film Roulette is the weekly segment where the three of us roll the die and two of us go see something big or buzzed about. This week it was Sin City, a dame to kill for, and one of us who rolls low gets to go see whatever looks like something we wouldn't want to go see. I went and saw If I Stay, another teenage drama, a lot of those this (laughs) year, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week, and last week I gave these guys an Art Garfunkel smooth album to listen to Mm -hmm. called Fate for Breakfast, and we will roll for our movies for next week that's how we play uh you guys you guys won mm-hmm. uh you went and saw sin city a dame to kill for directed by frank miller and robert rodriguez uh starring mickey rourke jessica alba josh brolin a whole gang is back and uh this is what imdb describes the plot of this film as some of sin city's most hard-boiled citizens cross paths with a few of its more reviled inhabitants um it's been a while since uh sin city won Mm-hmm. I think we all mentioned that it that was weird that it took so long last yeah, week. Yeah, like I think the, maybe that maybe the time the boat had passed. On a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's been a long time, and <laughs> I feel like there wasn't a lot of anticipation. No, no I remember when, this the tra- when the trailer dropped. I remember all of a sudden seeing a lot of people talking about it, and I was kind of like, 
well, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm interested to see the trailer, but I'm not, like, foaming at the mouth no, for it. No, but, like, after the first one came out, which I loved, um, I was like, oh, like, what are gonna gonna do next? I want yeah. more of this so bad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway. The so, next year. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. and you, It's all, the, like, fucking green screen anyway. Yeah, Jesus Christ, say. you lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, had you, had you read, like, the original uh, A Dame to Kill, like, what this is I have on? not read A Dame to Kill for. I've read the uh, the old, like, the, the the first stuff, which is what was all in the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hard Goodbye and the mm-hmm. Yellow Bastard and that shit. I've read those yeah. and a couple of other ones. The stories in this one, A Dame to Kill for, is... From like 1994 or five, something like that, and then the other two main stories in it uh, are new. Okay, they are oh, not really? brand new. Okay, they were for the movie, the one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, the Long Hard Night or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, Nancy's Last Dance. Mm-hmm. Both not okay comic books. So two of three. Yeah. Two of- okay. Uh, oh, there's a couple of, like four. They okay, use some little ones like that are like little like that are interstitials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real um, short things with Marv and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Sin City a Dame to Kill for saw it a couple days ago. Yeah, what up? I saw it think? yesterday. Yeah, uh, it's I'm like interested. I'm like excited. It's it's like it's exactly like watching the first one if yeah. the first one was. so so boring. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It's, it's like this. It's like Sin City, where the women are all shitty naked whores <laughs> and the men are all basically the same character. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole movie. It's an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. It felt like three. Man, I yeah. got fucking bored in this oh, movie. Oh, boring. Whoa. Did you guys see it in 3D? Uh, I yeah. saw it in three of the okay. Certainly. All <laughs> three dimensions yeah. of boring. You could have uh, added... 13 more dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> and it still would have been the Listen, most. I went to this and movie like, and I traveled time no. and it was boring. <laughs> I didn't know how bored I was right away. Because <laughs> no. it kind of, off the top, I'm like, all right, I'm down. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's quite good in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I was and I was like, Josh Brolin, right on, man. And uh, I had no idea, but, you know, the names come up of, of who's in it and yeah. everything. And then yeah, and I saw the name Christopher Lloyd and I'm like... Fuck yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I man. I love Christopher Lloyd. Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh cool there's, a, uh, there's a through line to our movies again. Uh, Stacy Keach. Hey. Hopefully <laughs> in the same makeup. Um, and it was, so it opens on a, because similarly to the first one, it's a, a sort of a anthology. Not yeah. Not quite. Yeah. Anyway, it, it started, you get the little t- a half a, t- a taste of uh, this Joseph Gordon-Levitt story, which is interesting enough off the top. Yeah. And he's Holy good in it. I was digging him. He's fucking great. And Powers Booth uh, should just be in more movies. Yeah. You know? He's, and he's so good here, yeah. except for, like, they give him so much screen time yeah. and so little character yeah. development that he gets really boring. Yeah, like it, it gets it gets not even fun to watch him, no. even though he's so good at what he's doing. Absolutely, um, it was right in the middle of the uh, Josh Brolin uh, Eva Green story. Yeah, that I was just like, "Oh fuck, I'm really bored." Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't care about this. And I thought Eva Green was shit. She is awful. Wow. Really, because I, she I've, made a choice and, she, and it was incorrect. That's yeah. crazy. I've heard she like that she was good. People so were saying naked so naked in the whole movie. Which yeah. I, you know, I don't want to be like gross about her or anything, but she looks wonderful naked. Yeah, sure. But 
even that, I was just like, oh, put your clothes on and go home. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to put my clothes on and go home. <laughs> well, and I almost put did. some of my clothes on and go someplace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say how much or where. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I uh, I've liked her in things. I I don't know. I don't know that I've seen. I've her seen in her anything. in a couple of things, and like even in that boring ass fucking. 300 sequel I was like I kind of dig what you're doing here I, I get it there's an intensity and stuff like that but she's trying really hard to kind of here's again okay, I was talking about this uh, before and like not knowing that I was talking about this on Time Bandits not knowing the difference between a comic book and a cartoon yeah, yeah. And she does not know the difference. No, no. She's in, like, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or something. Uh, <laughs> like, if that was a really shitty, sexy movie. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You weren't turned on by Who Framed Roger Actually, Rabbit? Actually, that is, I don't know, when I was a kid, I was like, her boobs are big. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, rabbit movie. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, she is trying really hard for, like, a heavy tongue-in-cheek film noir yeah, thing. Yeah. Just does, doesn't, I don't know if she doesn't get it or... Doesn't know how to translate what was in her head, but man, is it awkward to watch. And I'm yeah. just like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. And, and fucking, uh, um, what Josh Brolin is fucking awful. Uh, like he, I was into him. I thought, oh, I thought like I I, I felt like it, he the was twist a in that story version of Clive Owen from the first. one. Well, this is true. I liked him in the first half when he was really kind of. Just confused, just it, mad and confused. I was like, okay, I could get into this, but it doesn't go anywhere. Nothing happens ever. I guess, I guess, with him, with him I mean, every single character. Nobody has a straight line in this movie. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> lines are like, uh, "The night was as black as a night that was black," and, <laughs> and I turned the lights off. Bastard yeah, yeah. with lots of different secrets, <laughs> and it's a horrible bitch. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> that, I'm, that sounds like that would be legit. <laughs> Frank uh, Miller dialogue. I think that was a direct quote. <laughs> Oh, man. It, yeah, it, it, it's so it's so not necessary yeah. at all. And the first one, now, again, now a lot of this is source material. Because the source material for the first movie was very good. Those stories are good. They have uh, strong themes to them. And all of them have, like, here, we're going to have a play on yeah. film noir and a genre. We're going to you know spin it on its head a bit. But there was, this, uh, like, like in all good film noir and detective comics and movies, there's this sense of tragedy, and I think that's in that first movie. You know uh, what yeah. happens yeah. with Hardigan, the way Marv goes down. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's all kind of like there's a there's a sweetness to it. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, there is a weird sweetness to the first Sin City movie. There's a with life these gross. To it. Okay, I don't. I don't know. I find. I. I think. I mean, all it's highly sexist. <laughs> and uh, it's extreme. This movie is extremely misogynistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this like, one's more so than the first one. The first yes. one is pretty sexist, <laughs> but, but this uh, one is is really like all women are shitty whores, yeah. or they just want to shoot you and cut your head off, or and, and also none of them, all of their motivation is cock. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, oh well, this bitch is gonna help me because she's in love with me. I don't give a fuck for her, but yeah, yeah. And, and he says, I oh, don't give man. a fuck for you, and she's like, well, I'm gonna help you anyway because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Rosario Dawson's character. Oh, I'm no. like, yeah. oh, I like Rosario Dawson. I don't want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The it, subtlety of humor is gone. I don't know. Is it I don't because even think there was any humor? No. Well, I don't, fuck. I, I mean, don't, they I, tried. I think some, they made some of the violence fun and. You know, Nicky Cat in the first one. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's great. He was funny. Uh, you know, there was some good... Uh, has, Rob, has Robert Rodriguez has made too many, uh, quote-unquote, bad movies? Like, 
that all now he just stuff? makes bad movies? Like, I, all the, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't like put you know some time and work into a movie in a long time because it's like Planet Terror, which hey, is a lot of fun. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah. fun, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the Machete movies and shit. Like, wh- when's the last like, legit, like legitimate legit movie he made? Yeah. It's been a long time. Sin City. It's fucking that the yeah. first one, right? Yeah, Sin and, City, and then before that, you got to go. I think you almost have to go past uh, Mexico. Uh, once, once upon, upon a, a time, time. time. Mexico, yeah. yeah. I think you need to go before that. That, one, that one's kind of a mess. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I think he's one of those directors that's been bogged down with like process versus yeah. you know or like yeah. or details versus process. Maybe he's, he's a like, real law of diminishing returns. Yeah, kind yeah. Of a and guy. he's just become obsessed with like. The, the look of things and the tone of yeah, things yeah, and not no necessarily the content. any of this. Yeah. Fucking, what a bummer. That is a bummer. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. It is a Uh, fucking bummer. Yeah, so this movie's stupid. Don't go see it. Uh, yeah. But also, look at my kitty right now. Yeah, he fell asleep, fell asleep on his playing back. like yeah. on his back with his paws in the air. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> All right, listeners, you should He's see. He's exhausted Don't... from hating Dan Gorman. Yeah, and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel the same way, and it's exhausting. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you, Frank. You'll be asleep sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. With your little paws in the yeah. air. Yeah. Anyway, so I saw this. I'll movie. be here when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> He's dreaming. <laughs> I didn't kick his little feet. He must just think he's running. Or kicking Dan Gorman in the face. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tell us about speaking, your movie. All right. Yeah. Speaking of being asleep. Sleepy cool. Dan Gorman. Cool. So I went and saw If I Stay. This is another adaptation of a young adult novel. Um, this is sort of in the same uh, wheelhouse as something like uh, A Fault in Our Stars, which I saw. Um for this show and and I went into that movie you know really dreading it and and kind of came out th- thinking like yeah you know this movie has a lot of cliches from this genre but like at its core you know this story about these people dealing with something really real kind of shines through despite its faults and and was really surprised with that so I went into If I Stay, you know, kind of the opposite, um, kind of being like, all right, like, let's see what this is about. I'm not going to write this thing off right away. Um, and so I did that last night alone. <laughs> Saw this thing alone. <laughs> oh, good. Surprising amount good. of people in the theater yeah. for a 630 showing. Was anyone else alone? Uh, a couple people. Oh. Yeah. But but mostly like couples and, and groups of friends. No adult men. 
No adult men okay. that I know of. Uh, so this movie is directed by R.J. Cutler, starring Chloe Grace Moretz, and uh, some other people I mentioned. Stacey Keach is in this thing. Uh, a couple others that you'll probably you might um, recognize, but not a ton of huge huge stars. It seems seems a little low budget from some of uh, the style and shots. But uh, if I stay. Sorry, the, the IMDb describes this as Life changes in an instant for young Mia Hall After a car accident puts her in a coma During an out-of-body experience She must decide whether to wake up And live a life far different than she imagined Not like the end of Magnum P.I. <laughs> yeah gotta, like, decide. <laughs> This is a sequel Magnum <laughs> If I Magnum P.I. stay <laughs> um, Okay So I've got my notes here Okay this movie, okay, I went into it, and it starts, and, and it seems kind of low budget, and I'm not 100% sure about some of the actors, and I'm kind of like, oh boy, here we go. Uh. But eventually, um, I was able to land at a, at a place with this movie. So this movie, has, uh, this movie has the right elements in place to be not a horrible movie. It, it has, and, and this isn't a horrible movie. It's just a very frustrating one, because mm-hmm. there is much like... The Fault in Our Stars, something in the middle of this movie that works, but the fucking fault in this movie (laughs) is that they frame it around the car accident thing. So the movie is about uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and her boyfriend. He's kind of like, it's a lot like Fault in Our Stars in this sense too, where he's sort of like the popular guy. And in this one, he's in a, he's in kind of like a indie pop band. They're not really a punk rock band. So, so it's not like super hilarious. Although all of the like concert scenes are mixed embarrassingly. Like it's so (laughs) glossy and, and, and wrong. And then you hear like them cuts the shots of them in the crowd clapping and you're like, they're clapping along to nothing. It sounds, sounds just awful, but, but it's not like, the worst thing ever it just sounds sure. like a bad pop song right um so he's kind of like a rocker and they're kind of like getting getting pretty big in portland and then like labels are kind of being attracted and she's uh, uh to the band and then she is a classical uh uh musician and her parents are kind of punk rockers so it's kind of like um she's thinking of going to college for music and they kind of have this like similar interest but um they fall in love for the shared interest that they have but their similar interests are also kind of disparate in that they're taking them in separate ways and there's actually like some good scenes in this movie about like teenagers like dealing with relationship stuff where like you know you don't have to sacrifice your individuality to like be in a relationship and you can have things that are pulling you apart and have to deal with that right and there's like a really good emotional core in this movie about you know he's gonna be on tour and she's gonna go to college and they might not be in the same place and they're kind of dealing with it and there's actually an argument later in the movie that rings like really true where he just finds out he's gonna like go play a series of shows somewhere and she didn't tell him about that she was going to go to college somewhere else and they have this argument where like they're saying things to each other and it's just like yeah this is what that would be like this mm-hmm. is earned and honest right. but the whole movie is framed around this fucking stupid thing where she's in a car accident and her parents are are dying and then eventually die while she's like a ghost wandering around the hospital <laughs> like looking at things and seeing stuff and it's just it, like the gift shop and yeah yeah just like <laughs> what's up over here oh what's this a defibrillator These flowers are nice yeah but but it like renders it's so hard to be a teenager and that snow globe is really really pretty <laughs> yeah uh, flip through this people magazine yeah <laughs> from like a couple months ago it's on a new one no and that whole that whole like thing it, it renders any goodwill that this movie like literally does have to work towards like when this movie opens i'm kind of like 
oh boy, here we go. And then there are moments where I was like, okay, I can see, you know, why this is a thing for teenagers. And, and I actually think that at the core of this movie, there is like a pretty good message about, you know, not changing not yourself for your car crash. Not being in a car crash, you know, <laughs> keeping your parents alive. How important it is no. not to be in a car crash. Yeah, don't get in cars well, if you're in a car crash, That's and then you become a ghost about. in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Don't get wrapped up in People Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Don't go it to the, doesn't matter who wore it best. Don't yeah. go to the gift shop. It's really it's expensive. boring and expensive. <laughs> no, oh. like, I, I think, uh, I think it, it, it when it focuses on being about, like, her family and and kind of like like there there's a way that you could take this movie apart and put it together to be like a pretty good movie for teens like right, not yeah. like an amazing movie she's good in it it doesn't ask much of her though yeah, and yeah. and she's not any better than she needs to be mm-hmm. um but you know she's just putting in enough to kind of get by with this Do you material. feel like she's above the material absolutely yeah. absolutely because she's a great because she's a great actress like she's, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She's kind of set to good and, and a lot of this movie doesn't really need her to do anything except for run around the hospital yeah. and now and it, is it like with when she's being a ghost and running around is she like she's in like limbo is she, she's not it, now is she watching parts of her life is that basically the basically movie she's in the hospital yeah. and and she's in a coma and yeah. she knows that she's in a coma and right. she's going around trying to see like whether or not her her mom and her dad and her younger brother are like going to live or die and through the movie you find out when they are living or so dying so where's how does so all this stuff with her boyfriend when she's looking when she's going around the hospital seeing her parents and seeing her brother and then her boyfriend eventually all, obviously her friends and her boyfriend come to the hospital the whole movie is like flashing back to tell the story of how she's got to the point right. to be at the car accident, which is kind of like where the paths in her life are changing, right. which is like every time it cuts back to the hospital after you just got like used to, you know, yeah, like yeah. every like the movie starts and I wasn't into it and it kind of worked its momentum and I was like, all right, I'm going to overlook all the cliches because I understand that it ha- comes with the territory yeah. and find what's okay about this movie. And then they yank you back into the hospital and you're like, this isn't needed. Yeah. And then they kick you back out and it feels weird again. And then you get used to it and you're like, okay, there's some interesting stuff in this relationship. Yank you back out of it. And the whole movie is like that over and over again until it gets to the end. And the end is fucking stupid. It's like she doesn't know if she's going to go out into the light or not. Like it makes the movie. It's totally the end of Magnum P.I. Yeah. Like it makes it, wait a minute in the end of Stephen King's It. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Like it makes the movie be about something that it doesn't need to be about. Like it's about should I, you know, like join my family in heaven or right. should I like stay on earth with my boyfriend? Which is such a fucking well, you should do. Head on out to Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. float on Higgins. over. And yeah. get a fucking job with a fucking Ferrari. You yeah. can hang out with TC and his awesome <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, it makes it, a, it, it, it literally nullifies, like, what goodwill it has. Because the movie's kind of about, you know, like, family. And I feel like there's a way to make this movie be about her waking up from a coma after all the other stuff and realizing, you know, like, that she has family that aren't her family that will help her through a traumatic event. Like, it's kind of about that, but the movie ends with right with her waking up in a way where you're like, why did you fucking... But like wander around for an hour in this movie and then end it there like why don't you not do that end it with her waking up and then like have it be about her and her relationship like getting her through this trauma because right. there's enough there with her relationship and and everybody else like it's one of those movies with a lot of like characters surrounding her and they kind of drop them in the last half and you're like well some of those were cool and you could probably do something with them it's just it's really frustrating to see like a movie that could have been like not for me but okay for its audience but oh, yeah. Like, 
fucking there's nothing sad about the way this movie ends like he plays a song to her while she's in a coma or something and like one person was crying in the theater and i was like really go see fault in your stars and you'll fucking like die crying if like, you think <laughs> yeah, you'll die is, yeah like if you think this <laughs> is sad it's not it's just it's really frustrating there's a there's some shreds of a good movie in here and i mm-hmm. wanted to see that movie and it right. keeps yanking you around stupid ghost story yeah it's uh, just unfortunate is there anybody else in like does oh, does Stacy Keach play the boyfriend? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got like a little Bieber wig on. Yeah, like, yeah. that sounds adorable. No, he shows up. What can like, I say? I love indie pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hair lips. Yeah, they do a lot of like. There's a lot of gross he's references. Got one. Come on, that, we all know. Uh, it. <laughs> I like a lot of people will watch this. Like they like drop casual references. Like they're gonna get signed by Matador Records and stuff. And it's kind of uh, like just enough to be hip, but yeah. not you know yeah, knowledgeable know enough. What you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Stacy Keats shows up, you know, long enough to show that, like, yeah, I can be good even when I don't care. Like yeah, in one yeah. scene, oh, well, he's great. Yeah, no, it's just it's really frustrating, and the ending is really shitty. And and I, there was parts when I was watching this movie where I was like, I could you could get like a DVD copy of this and just like rip the video to your hard drive and like literally chop out the stuff and see how that. I bet you that would be a better movie. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, don't uh, I mean? And and again. I'm assuming that the whole book was based around the fact that she's, you know, dead the whole thing. And that probably plays well in the book, like with the Stephen King stuff. Like, you can do stuff in a book like that. Mm -hmm. But there's a missed opportunity here to to go away from from that. Like, I feel like you could throw that out of the window and make the same point that the book probably makes without using that whole section. Yeah. It's just, yeah, um, not not the worst, but in a weird way, like super frustrating. It, I don't like it when you see a movie where you're like, you're halfway there. Yeah. Why did you do it this way? Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. All right. But well, not, you know, not the most it. painful thing. Yeah, yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this uh, uh, teen romance movie is going to be one of the ones that I skipped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, you had something that you couldn't skip. That's right. Yeah. I gave you guys an album because the previous week I I gave these guys some uh, some Paul Simon yeah and and I was also on that uh, listening to all his albums and I decided to uh, stray into Art Garfunkel's output yeah and I found this weird album that yeah. is in some ways very interesting to me and in other ways very uh, very n- makes me very sleepy yeah um, well like he had a hit with Breakaway yeah and people Which were like hey, is good good job Garfunkel that's a good album yeah. Uh, but then he put out this album in yeah. 1979, right. Fate for Breakfast. Fate for Breakfast. With <laughs> five different album covers. Yeah, and they're all hilarious. All just him <laughs> eating breakfast. Yeah, they're all slightly different. Yeah. Some, of him, some of them are him looking uh, at the eggs. Yeah. Some of them at the bacon. Some of them he has a crossword. Some maybe, of them he's yeah. licking maybe he's his finger licking or something. his finger in one yeah. of them. But, yeah. on the, but all of them on the back have him with a gap tooth. Like He has like a, like a blacked out tooth. Or does he have that tooth? Like on the back, he's got like a piece of meat, and he's in like a su- like a weird suit. It's a f- it's a bizarre photo. I didn't see that. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't either. Uh, okay, I gotta say, I- I've never actually listened to an Art Garfunkel album. Listen, yeah. go- this is the very first one that I listened to, which maybe is a mistake. <laughs> I think yeah, it was a mistake, yeah, uh, but I did it on purpose because <laughs> this is one of the weirdest <laughs> it's experiences. Weird. I've but had there's, on the show. but I can't help myself to come back to this album and like try and sort through it because yeah. okay, the first song Why? in a, in a little while I'll be on my way. <laughs> The first song, I love that song. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And I don't bad, know why. Not bad. It's I, like got this like it's neo soul. It, it it's like white boy soul. But yeah. there's something about the production and the way that it it, it 
teases the chorus and then hits the chorus yeah. and then comes back to the chorus. I just love that structure to this sure. song and where it goes with the chorus. But uh, I feel like it's a, a like a red herring because the rest of the album doesn't deliver anything that feels like not that really. Ever but it, again. but it all feels very similar. Like it, yeah, it's all really this, smooth. it's all very smooth and very so smooth. This is a like it, this is a one off thing he never did, or did he just make Olivia Newton John albums <laughs> after? So oh, I Garfunkel. tried to listen to an album like a later album a couple of years after this because uh, not a lot of them are on Ardio, which is where I listen. And one yeah. that popped up a few albums after this came on, and I was like. Oh, Oh, I'll listen to this, and it was even further down that rabbit hole yeah. in, really? into the like the '90s bad production stuff. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I really yeah. didn't like this. I, <laughs> I was just—it's not even that I didn't like it. I just—I can't, I can't uh, listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody should. I, no, I, man, I, it was so hard to stay focused. Now yeah. again, I liked that opening track. Yeah, he's pretty good. I can listen yeah. to that. That's okay. But nothing else really is catchy. Like the only thing that was interesting was then when I got like I, I listened to the UK version of the album, which has that version of Bright, Bright Eyes, Eyes on it, which is the it's from uh, Watership Down. Yeah. And oh, I was really? like, oh, this is the Watership Down song. Yep. I had no idea that was him. Yeah, fucking a man. Yeah, you know. totally. So I, then I remembered Watership Down and crying about bunnies, yeah. and I was like, well, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> but this album's terrible. <laughs> There's yeah, a, a, crying a, about bunnies is fun. It's a good time. This album, not so much. I think that like <laughs> so so much of this album is that is the slow stuff, and I yeah. think that there's maybe three or four songs on this album that I feel like I could compile into an EP and and enjoy. And I yeah, actually sure. I actually like cranking this album really loud in headphones because I actually think there's a <laughs> there's something about the production in this album that when you're casually listening to it, it's like oh man, this is boring. But there was something to the first song and a couple other ones where I was like, I actually think some of these songs are really well produced. Sure, well produced. But, yeah, absolutely. But, okay, this is this is the guy who is the other half of, yeah. like, lyrically, Simon oh. and Garfunkel were amazing. Well, well yeah, he, he didn't, didn't write, he didn't write, write any, any of them. And this but album I supports had no that. idea how far he could fall. Oh, oh, yeah. He didn't write anything because, on this either. Oh, he didn't? No. no. Uh, so what? 14 year old <laughs> fucking autistic Some girl wrote this. A lot of them are covers. They're, yeah, there's like, a couple covers. Oh, are they really? Because yeah. all of the lyrical content. Okay, Since see, I, I Don't know. Have You, I think is another sort of like yeah, cover. Because yeah. he had a hit before this that was similarly like he picked a certain kind of song. And right. on Breakaway, he did, a, he did a Beach Boy song with yeah. Disney Girls. How yeah. many. Um, how many of these songs were written by Air Supply? <laughs> Most of them. Not enough. Because yeah. it's all, it's all, the lyrical content is all like, I love you so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Sail on yeah. a Rainbow, Miss Unites, yeah. Finally I'm Found Sailing a Reason, a Beyond the Tears, Excellent. When Someone Doesn't Want You, Take Me Away, Oh, How so, Happy. So it's all yeah, yeah. just, yeah. How yeah. do you, and like, how do you then do a whole, al- like, I don't, how do you go about the process of naming your album when it's all covers anyway? You yeah. gotta think Fate of a name. And breakfast. then why do you call it? Fate for breakfast. I love that title, and it's I love the wonderfully cover. Stupid, and then I all think the covers. It's so funny. Like, no, 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 no. We're gonna call it Fate for breakfast. No, no, I didn't write any of these songs. We're gonna call it <laughs> Fate, Fate for, for breakfast. breakfast. No, no, no. Listen, we'll have five different covers of me looking eating at breakfast. Uh, my I'll be breakfast. eating breakfast, yeah. and it'll be called Fate for breakfast. <laughs> I thought of it this morning when I was having. Eggs, eggs for, for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what if these eggs are my... F- anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get bogged down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why or what or who or how. Five different covers. I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> we'll, d- we'll take a picture. <laughs> Have you seen me eat breakfast? It's, like, it's, it's, it's delightful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. change your life. If that was your fate, you'd be uh, <laughs> yeah. a pretty lucky boy. Yeah, yeah. You'd be full of eggs right now like I am. <laughs> 
That's the there most. There you go. That's the back. Uh, the back cover. What do you got here? With the oh. with him eating some oh. meat. What is? With yeah. the black it looks like he's, Is that a rat or something? A little mouse? What's he holding there? It's like a chicken. It's like a chicken leg. Uh, yeah, oh, from a drumstick. The angle I was on it. Really yeah. yeah, from, from the angle, because it looks like it's he's holding the tail and it's got little legs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like he <laughs> roasted a rat over Plus a campfire. Missing a tooth. What is happening here? Uh, I love it. I don't know why. And it says doubt for dessert. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yep. That was uh, the. Uh, yeah. No. I like honestly. I I wanted to give you guys this album because I think it's bizarre and it's weird. It's really weird. And, yeah. And, that was and one I of don't, the weirder things that I, I've dealt with. I don't think it's like like solid good but i f- i see a lot of parallels to like right now there's this weird throwback to like neo soul stuff oh, when yeah, it was in the, yeah, and, yeah. And, and i feel like that in a little while song is is something that if was recorded by a band right now people would be like yeah 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 because that hook is huge yeah no yeah. it's good again track one wicked yeah <laughs> the rest of the album so bad <laughs> yeah oh, yeah man. also Wait, fade for breakfast. Doubt for, doubt dessert. for dessert. You don't have dessert at breakfast. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe Art Garfunkel does. Yeah, that's why he <laughs> plenty songs. of time. Yeah. Hey, he's so, not busy writing songs. No, no, no. he's just picking songs. <laughs> he's like, I might as well. I was going to write a song today, but I decided to have dessert for my breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it was, I tossed a coin. Listen, I mostly spend my time eating breakfast. I eat it for dinner. I eat it for lunch. Um, now right. I I would be interested in Ian Casey for you to go listen to something like Breakaway, which which plays with like s- similar sounding songs, it's, but it's is much better. better. Yeah. Br- Breakaway is good. All right, yeah. yeah, I'll give it a try. All right, what um, are we uh, listening to this week? This week could uh, could have really punished you, uh, and I and you're I did streak. I'm, I'm on a streak of you're not. If you're, yeah, I'm gonna you be nice. Be I'm gonna be nice. I think now this is something I have no idea. So uh, there's a, a third album by a band that I love that just came out yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys this. I I've listened to it already, and I and I find it very interesting. And I want to know your take on it. Um, uh, this is the new album by a band called Symbol Z Guitars. Oh, uh, they're, they're great. Yeah. Okay. Their new band, yeah. their new album, Lose. Oh, awesome. Uh, okay. Because yeah, I yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. So I what I, is it called? Symbol Z Guitars. Symbols eat eat guitars. Guitars. Yeah. Oh, like C Y M B. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not well, like I, I heard a, just a jumble of, of symbols eat guitars. Simple seat guitars. Simples eat symbols eat <laughs> guitars. Oh, okay. So I understand the what that means. Yes. Okay. I'll check um, that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. lose. It's their brand new album. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, see what you guys think. Sweet. No, uh, yeah, I totally dig that band. Yeah. yeah I got I'm two in. of their records. I think they're swell. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what they sound like at all. I've never heard them. They're uh, really good. You'd like all right. Yeah. Still alive? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that next yeah. week. I'm, uh, I'm feeling nice. Okay. So, let's get to rolling. Let's roll some shit. <laughs> uh, this week, um, we are rolling for a Canadian film shot in Toronto. Right. Got a lot of buzz out of TIFF. It's yep. been out a little while. I've seen some debate over the reviews, but overall it skews positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we should check it out, see some Canadian movies. Yep. The F Word, uh, starring Daniel Radcliffe and a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shot Canadian all around movie. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, supposed to be really good from what I've read. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it'll be good. It's a romantic comedy. Uh, Zoe Kazan's in it, Adam Driver, a oh, bunch of no other way. people. Yeah. I. 
and Joy Zoe Kazan. Yeah, I, me too. So, and this is directed by the guy that did uh, Fubar and Goon and a bunch oh, of other man, stuff. Oh man, do I love cool. Goon? Yeah, yeah. Goon mm. is the fucking. Yep. I keep thinking like, oh man, when are they going to make a good Canadian movie? But uh, he made a uh, bunch I keep already. Forgetting <laughs> about fucking Goon. Yep. Yeah, and whale music. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, music by AC Newman from. Uh, New pornographers. Mm-hmm. So, oh no way! Yeah. So Casey. Oh, sorry. Not can't roll yet. Because no. are we gonna do uh, what? No, we're what d- the heck? Are we? Are we Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. We okay. Oh, so yeah. yeah. That's called shampoo suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the new name of my uh, uh, solo band. What's it called? That's okay. not bad. So we have a romantic comedy uh, coming out. So we're gonna go see that. We obviously have to pair it with something. Nothing too bad in theaters right now. So we're gonna yeah. pair it with a Netflix pick. Down to you with Freddie Down Prince Jr. Uh, this has 3% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it also stars Julia Stiles, Selma Blair, Ashton Kutcher, Rosario Dawson, and uh, Henry Winkler. And this got awful reviews. Yeah. Apparently, okay. he tries to kill himself by drinking shampoo. It is one of the only things people talk about when this movie is brought up. So it looks that's awful. the only reason I want to see it. It looks terrible. <laughs> and I hope that's like three quarters of the movie. A new comedy about giving first love <laughs> oh, a so second thick. chance. Oh. Oh. I shouldn't have got two in one. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did I think this would kill me? There's no reason. <laughs> and then he just burps bubbles like a cartoon. <laughs> 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 Casey's rolling. Oh, that's whimsical. Oh. <laughs> Casey has rolled a three. three. All right. Mm. I'm rolling here. Tension. I'm rolling a bouncy. You rolled a five, Dan Gorman. Oh, That's a five. Look That's at you. A five, Dan Gorman. All right. He's out of it. That's nice. a one. Into it. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah. shampoo suicide for you. Again. Yep. That's Down right. to you. Well, that was my plan for tonight anyway. <laughs> um, great. So yeah, listen great. next week for that. Okay. Awesome. So let's get, uh, what are we getting into here? 902. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Casey. Oh. Casey's turn this week. We have been watching 90210. Now the last one that I that I got was the uh, I think the breast cancer one was the right. Last one I had. Yeah, because like, you, you kind of had to uh, go through it real quick because it was a bummer and not that funny. Yeah, right. there was really not much that I could do with it, and it wasn't crazy. Luckily, yeah. What's the name of this one? This one's called Spring Dance. Okay. Um, now this is the last one before we all watch the finale, or is there one more? Nope. Okay. This is the last one. Um, before the the finale, yeah, and yeah. this one is about they are going to the spring dance. Okay, it's a little bonkers. So, uh, it starts out. We got Steve and Brandon walking down the hall, and Steve is horny. Yeah, <laughs> okay, because it's spring. Uh, and then this hot girl walks by, and her name is Darla. And Steve's like, "Oh man, that girl Darla's so hot." And then Steve and Brandon both put on x-ray glasses. Oh, like man. Like x-ray specs. Like, you know the ones that you used to see in the back of comic books? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. in the 60s? Yeah. <laughs> they put those on and look at her as if, I guess, as if they actually work because that was the whole thing is that those things are they acting like it were? Are they, are they like, look at her nipples and her veins? <laughs> <laughs> and, whoa. <laughs> Do you see that shoulder bone? I love it. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, man. Like, oh, my God. I got a thing for nipples and veins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my wings house over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a kid and I read comic books and they would have the x-ray specs ad in the back. 
I did think about that because there was one, depending on what comics you're reading, it would either be like you looking through your own hand, your yes, own hand. I saw yeah. or, yeah. or a lady. And you could see her bra. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, how does it know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so only I look think, through the shirt. I had the same thought, and I was like, I don't understand the, the science behind this. I better just stick with the whoopee cushion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's scientifically sound. <laughs> <laughs> science can explain why my dad's going to fart at dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, they take out their X-ray spec. Oh, why did they both have them? Because <laughs> they, they had their pockets. In the nineties, but it was the nineties. Well, kids. They had... probably both sent away for them together. Yeah. Were like gonna keep trying to use them every time. Nope, still veins. Think of for all me. the bras we could see. Still only veins. <laughs> I'm only seeing veins. It's all veins. I don't know what. Um, okay, so that happens, and it's weird. So Steve's like, I'm going to ask Darla to the spring dance, and I'm going to get a room with her. And so, uh, <laughs> so uh, okay. Then um, Brian Austin Green, what's his name again? David Silver. David. David. Uh, he's uh, announcing the school announcements because he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, the, nice. he's the DJ. Uh, and he announces the nominee, the nominees for Spring Princesses. And Kelly is one of them. And she's oh. delighted because she's hot. Yeah. Uh, and he, he has one of those little... Who's boning who again? Uh, no, no. <laughs> They're going to the dance and they've never boned. So get them on the bone zone. So write it down on your boner card. <laughs> um, he has, and he has one of those little dance... Remember those dancing flowers that... Like that responded to sound. Yeah, they wore like sunglasses and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he has one of those on his desk, and I was like, "Hey, remember those?" Yeah, those and are then, great. And then I just asked you guys if you guys remember. <laughs> them. I do so remember I them. Okay, good. I said they have sunglasses. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Remember when you said that? I remember? Yeah. Uh, really good. Um, okay, so then we go over to Andrea. Andrea, and she's ask awkwardly asking Brandon to the dance. Oh, she's man. like, "Hey, you he's never to- gonna fuck her." Uh, no, no, trust me. <laughs> uh, and he, she's like, "Are you gonna go to the dance?" And he's like, "No, I'm not going to the dance because I can't dance, and dances are stupid. I'm not going." <laughs> you bitch. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, "Okay, maybe we should just stay home and watch a movie then." And he's like, "Okay, fine, we will." <laughs> um, and she's like, "Yes." And then, so, <laughs> and, then, and then Steve asks Darla to the dance. Uh, oh, and he's like, hey, you want to go to the dance with me? We can get in my Corvette, and we can go somewhere terminally hip for dinner. Oh, and, man. And he kind of slips it in there like that's something everybody says. Like, ah, oh, offside, you idiot. Uh, and then she's like, no, I'm not going out with you because I don't go out with guys who, who drive Corvettes. Okay. Oh, All that's right, a good that's- rule to have. Yeah, I guess, because yeah. usually they're Steve the date rapist. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so then Kelly... Asks Brandon to go to the dance after Andrea asked him and he said no. She's like, "Hey, go to the dance with me," and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so he goes. So he's going to the dance with her, but under the condition that Steve goes with Donna. Uh, or Meathead. Meathead. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and uh, and Steve's like, "Fine, but I'm not gonna have sex with her because she's weird looking." Yep. <laughs> Aaron Spelling, I'm looking at you. Uh, so then Steve asked Donna and she weirdly is like, huh? What? Yeah. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Mm, what? Okay. It's the weirdest scene. I don't know why she does it like that. Ugh. Is there loud music over it? Uh, no, she just <laughs> is, she, like, she, this whole, 
this whole episode. I think we should theme this whole uh, segment with that music under it. <laughs> <laughs> but like super loud, <laughs> so you can't hear what we're saying. Um, <laughs> Uh, so then, yeah, so she does all that, and then uh, Andrea finds out that Brandon's going with Kelly, and she's like, why won't he kiss me? Um, and uh, so then Steve and Dylan are tuck shopping, like shopping for tuxedos with Brandon. Like, they all go out like it's a thing. Yeah. And uh, and Steve is like, I don't know why we're spending all this money uh, on all these tuxes and limos and shit like that when we could just go get a high-priced call girl. Uh, he literally uh, says that. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Steve. Oh, no. Who yeah. said that? Of course Steve said that. Yeah. I don't know. Brandon has said some weird things. And to be fair, also fair David Silver is a creepy little <laughs> yeah, pervert, yeah. too. So this is all. These are all three people Steve's that could. definitely the first yeah, guy I would yeah. assume would be into hookers. Totally. Yeah. Um, or Dylan. I don't know. Uh, He's got a orders, hotel. Orders that cheeseburger. <laughs> and a hooker. And a hooker, please. <laughs> cheeseburger with a side of a hooker, please. I'm just going to watch her eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just a weirdo. I just want to see her eat a burger. Uh, okay, so now the girls are, are shopping for dresses, and Kelly and Brendan like the same dress, but both are like, oh, we're not going to get the Kelly dress. Kelly and Brendan like the same dress? That's Brandon. what I thought. <laughs> They're the same. Brandon, Brandon's like, it's mine. <laughs> Hands off. I am going to this dance after all. Hack the bone. Um, so, uh, so Brenda. And Kelly like the same dress, but they're like, I won't get it. Neither will I. Oh, one of them's going to get it. Guess what's going to happen. <laughs> one of them or... Oh, man. And then Donna picks a dress that makes her look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, okay, so that happens. Um, oh, and then this happens and then nobody ever speaks about it. They they all meet at, at Brenda and Brandon's house. Um, and Kelly gives him his corsage, gives Brandon his corsage, and it's a bunch of radishes, like uh, literally radishes. And what? he's like, what the fuck? And yeah. she's like, oh, it's a, a vegetable corsage. They're very in right now. And uh, then that's it. He pins, she, and he's, and then he's just got radishes on his... Well, if he gets hungry. Uh, yeah, he can just eat his corsage, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the mom... Uh, comes in and she's like, "Oh my God, you look so good!" But then Brenda comes down and guess who's wearing the same dress? Oh my guys. God! Oh, what a bitch. Both of them. Guess both of them. No, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> yep. And he's like, "I'm going to teach Steve a lesson about hookers." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dress up like a hooker. <laughs> I'm going to fuck him, <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, "Surprise! <laughs> You've got AIDS." <laughs> yeah. Well, growing up in the '90s was hard. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then they both make everyone's like, "Oh, you look like the Bob." Bobsy twins, and I'm like, oh, the Bobsy twins, good reference. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all these teenagers are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we totally awesome. know the Bobsy we know twins. That. We know that. I know that the Bobsy twins is a thing. Yeah. Tubular Bobsies, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Weird toads, Bobsy. Oh, Bobsies are so radical. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these Bobsy twins make me want to rock the vote. <laughs> um, Okay, so then, uh, oh yeah, this is weird. Uh, they uh, because Donna's uh, dress is very large, like it's got a very big dress part, like the skirt part, you know, the bottom mm-hmm. part, and it's yeah. filled with an idiot. <laughs> it's filled with the bottom half of an idiot. <laughs> um, but no, they're they're getting a picture, and Steve looks at her, and he's like, "God, what's with that dress? Are you hiding an army of midgets under it?" What? Yeah. I'm like, look, it's a big dress, but. 
easy. I don't think I could hold a whole army. <laughs> and also, that's a weird question to ask. Yeah. Like, you could say, like, oh, that's just a very large dress or something. Um, but that's what he says instead. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So then we cut over to Andrea, and she is Andrea. She is very old, by the way, and she's watching a movie <laughs> called Prom Nightmare. And she's oh, eating man. ice cream like a fucking pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we go is back to Is it like Prom dance. Night? Mayor, like a yeah, horse, yeah. a horse that goes to a prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, who let this mayor into prom night? <laughs> I'm gonna stay home and watch horse prom. <laughs> she double featured it with Hot to Trot, starring Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that says a horse can't go to the prom. <laughs> He's kicking everyone. Or fall in love. <laughs> um. Okay, so then we go back <laughs> to no the prom. No daughter of mine's going to the prom with a horse. <laughs> the horse. I love him, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the dad. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> this, this horse has just bucked its way into my heart. <laughs> I never told you that when I was young, I was a horse, too. <laughs> <laughs> the moon is full tonight! <laughs> At the end, the horse has the same experimental uh, procedure done on him that the dad got. He turns into Prince Charming. Turns into like a charming Freddie Prince Jr. (laughs) And it turns out. Drinks a bottle of shampoo. He's been a horse for 30 years. Um, Anywho. Uh, Make a mental note. This needs to go in best of. See you next Wednesday. Part two. Make a mark. There There were so many references in there uh okay so we're back at the dance oh by the way steve's getting drunk okay um, oh steve uh yeah and he's also bad <laughs> he's also bad at, at playing drunk because he's like because they're like oh why are you drinking so much you're ruining the night and he's like come on baby we're supposed to be out fun <laughs> <laughs> well he didn't sound like vincent d'onofrio in men in black but i was gonna say <laughs> but he didn't play drunk very well. No. No hey, you just got a new impression down at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good at that now. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Don, <laughs> I've written down here because of her big dress. Donna can't get out of a car or act like a human being. <laughs> Those are two things she cannot do. Uh-huh. Uh, so then Dylan's like, "Hey Brenda, I got us a hotel room because finally we're gonna fuck each other. Finally." Yeah. And then at the ba- uh, at the dance, there's a band, and they are the 90s band of all time. Mm. Um, like, the guy's got Dave Perner hair, and uh, it's all gross. I heard that uh, at one point in the show, the Flaming Lips play the Peach Pit. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Aww. Not in this Not one. Not this, but I did hear that, yeah. But it was a band I hate as much as the Flaming Lips. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, David Silver says to his little ventriloquist dummy friend that he's, he bets him that he'll dance with Kelly and his friend's like, you're on cause Kelly's hot. He, you he bets gross. that he himself will dance. Yeah. He's like, I bet you I can dance with Kelly and how much does he bet? Do you dummy. know? Cause that seems like a really easy bet to just be like, Hey, I bet somebody could just say, okay, yeah, you dance it. <laughs> like, Hey, I bet Kelly's going to dance with somebody tonight. Yeah. No, you're on. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, so anyway, Bren, Brenda is nervous because she's gonna because Dylan, she and Dylan are gonna fuck. She's like, oh, what if I don't fuck good? And Dylan's like, that's cool. I'm still gonna fuck you anyway. <laughs> like whether it's good or not, I'm gonna put my penis up in you. And he's like, oh, by the way, I love you. And this is the first time they said I love you. Oh, oh yeah, man. No, I cried a little. Um. So then, oh yeah, this was 
this was some classic 90210. Yeah. Then we cut back into the dance when Kelly and Brandon are dancing, and Kelly's like, Kelly confesses that she's had a crush on Brandon ever since they uh, uh, they moved to, to oh, 90210. Oh, shit. Yeah. And she, and, but she was worried about what Steve would say, and so was he. But they're like, oh, let's kiss anyway. So they do kiss. Oh, my God. And then Brandon's like, oh, I, I just don't think that we can date. And she's like, why not? I want to date you. And he's like, I don't know, because kissing you was like kissing my sister. So, yeah. like, really and hot. Like, yeah, and I liked it but, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, but it wasn't your sister, so you won't date her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I only have the odds for one person, and that's my sister. I only want to fuck one sister of mine. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. So then, drunk Steve sees them kiss, and, and he Andrea's comes over. at home, right? Okay. Yeah, Andrea's still at home eating ice cream. <laughs> How is she going to find out about this? Pig. She will. <laughs> Uh, so then Steve, all drunk, comes and breaks him up, and, and Steven and Brandon almost get into a fight. And then Steve's like, it's my birthday, and I'm adopted. <laughs> oh, no. Now, Steve, it's prom night, and you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Woo! Never prom mind. Night! <laughs> Someone give me a cap. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like, I'm all angry because it's my birthday today. And, and everyone's like, oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. And he's like, also, I'm adopted. Adopted, and I'm like, just deal with a birthday <laughs> yeah. first, or one, yeah, or adopted. Why, like, why and Kelly doesn't even care that I, it's my birthday and I'm adopted. And then Kelly wins Spring Princess, oh. and uh, Brian Austin Green is like, uh, okay, there's a dance contest, and the winners of the dance contest get to dance with the Spring Princess and Queen. And then they dump a oh, bucket wait. of pig's blood on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, and then we cut to Brendan and Dylan. Brenda and Dylan. Brendan going, and Dylan going, going at upstairs it upstairs, just fucking hard. <laughs> uh, they go upstairs, and there's like a precursor to boning. Uh, then we go back to Andrea watching the movie, and she has a fantasy that she's murdering everyone with a chainsaw. Hey. What? Uh, yeah, she has a fantasy that she's in uh, the uh, prom nightmare. Okay. And the horse <laughs> is there. The horse prom. Um, <laughs> and she, so she get, has this fantasy of her murdering everyone with a chainsaw, and she goes, Mom, I'm going to the dance. So she, and then she turns to the horse and says, you're my main man. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse goes, that's offensive. Please stop doing that. We don't say that. Um and uh, Brandon uh, makes Kelly go talk to Steve, mm -hmm. and then the dance contest starts. And and um, Brian Austin Green is like he's doing this whole Vanilla Ice dance. Like you remember how Vanilla yeah, Ice like used the to big dance? Scissor kicky. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of that, and a lot of like um, oh, but it's so much worse than that. I wish this was a visual show because we were cut to a clip of his dancing because it's it's gross. Maybe we can find a memes tomorrow. Yeah. Weekend. All right. Hopefully. Or, I'm sorry. A gif. A gif. Um, okay. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Then Steve yells at Kelly for not remembering his birthday, and he calls her defective and says, your mom is a drunk cunt. Well, he doesn't say that, but no. he implies it. No. Um, <laughs> How we were you, all thinking it. <laughs> yeah, How do well, you, impl yeah. you imply it on TV? Like, what does he say? Just like, she's a terrible person? He says she's a drunk C-word. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. How'd they get around the censors on this one? Um, I think you know what I'm implying <laughs> by C-word. I'm then, not sure what an implication is. And then he whispers it. He whispers it into the microphone because you're allowed to whisper it on TV. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Um... And then uh, Andrea shows up, and she's wearing a prom dress somehow. 
and then Brendan, Brenda, Brenda, and Dylan fuck. Oh, yeah, they do it. Uh, yeah, That's, it's a fifteen-minute scene. It's hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then we have a shot of Donna just to make sure everyone knows that she's still a fucking reject. Uh, and then some more songs play, and then Brian Austin Green wins the dan con- dance contest, and uh-huh. he dances with Kelly. Yeah, and then Brandon asks. Andrea to dance and she's like oh my god he's gonna fuck me uh, and then Kelly uh, has to dance with Brian Austin Green and he goes in the creepiest way like they're da- like you f- you feel like finally he's gonna get cause he just gets shit on all the time uh, for being creepy and gross and they start dancing he is. and he goes yeah and he goes you smell as good as I thought you, do- you would hey. and oh. she's like Oh, this is just, she's like, what did I do to deserve this? She's just grossed out by him because he's, he's just a fucking sickening little weasel. <laughs> if, if you like, if you tallied up the things that he's done in this season, it'd be awful. He's yeah. staring into windows, taking flash photography, filming mm-hmm. people, without filming them people it. without them knowing it. Yeah, yeah. Constantly yeah. overhearing things and being like, I'm going to go there and try and get laid. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's going to be girls there. I'm going to go there and sneak in the bushes because then they'll fuck me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking little gross pervert. Uh, all right. So then the whole thing wraps up. Steve cuts in on uh, Kelly and Brian Austin Green and goes, hey, I'm going to dance with her. And uh, Brian Austin Green is like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm disgusting. You go ahead. <laughs> Um, I already finished anyway. (laughs) Twice. Uh, And then uh, Kelly's like, no, Steve, I'm not dancing with you. You have to go dance with shitty Donna. And then he has to go dance with Donna, and he's not happy about it because she's gross and weird. Um, and then they, and then someone says, "Well, this certainly was a strange night." And then Donna goes, "Definitely." And Brandon goes, "Definitely." And uh, Brenda goes, "Definitely." And Kelly goes, "Definitely." And Steve is like, "Definitely." Everybody says, "Definitely," and that happens for about twenty minutes. <laughs> is it, is Andrea and then they all start laughing. Did it? Is Andrea? Did she arrive? Yeah, What's she was. Here? She's there. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she also said, "Definitely." Okay. <laughs> I was really worried for a second. <laughs> like, I don't feel ho- complete. Yeah, the no, they left goes, it open Nay. for a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody said. Yeah. Hey, where's Andrea? Prom night, part two. This Starring time, Andrea. It's definitely <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, when she says I'm going to the dance, what, what ties up her story? Yeah. She goes, she goes to the dance. <laughs> she goes and shows up. She's like, hey, guys, I came. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, you look beautiful. Ah, oh, we know you. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> they were like, hey, we recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> Did she find out about uh, all the kissing with uh, Brandon and Kelly? Uh, maybe. Because I feel like that's a prime location for her to be like, drama time. Yeah. yeah. Let's figure out. Yeah. Uh, maybe she does. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like she did. I feel like that's probably leading up to the finale. I don't, I don't care very much. Okay. Because, so. <laughs> hey, I don't like Andrea. She sickens me. What? <laughs> I don't know why. She sickens me. I don't like her. I don't care for her at all. Strong feelings mm. on uh, Relay. Goodness. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, I can't remember. Is there, uh, do we have the finale next week or is it? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. The f- so we're yeah. all going to watch it. We're all going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So listen up next week. We're going to f- watch the season one finale. 
and uh, have some thoughts about the whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll Sweet. decide. We'll decide whether we're going to continue on to to season two. Yeah. 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 yeah, totally. So tune in. Let mm. us know what you think on Facebook and yeah. Twitter and yeah. uh, and other social Please. areas. Yeah. Do it up. Yeah. Uh, so now we are going to forego TV Dad's Cage Nights. We're going to get you guys out here in a cool hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah an easy hour and a half this time. Uh, Greg's going to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Going to see so, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Tommy P. You know who's opening? You know who's opening? Who? T. Petty. <laughs> Steve Winwood. Oh, Are my you God. Serious? Seriously. That's amazing. Don't miss Steve Winwood. I, I really want to know how I that goes. Go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to so, roll with it. Uh, yeah. yeah, just roll with it. And um, uh, if you can bring me anything back, uh, uh-huh. bring me a higher love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to find Higher Love, please go to ModernSuperior.com. Uh, we yeah. got lots of stuff up on there. There's a new episode of Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. There is new episodes of The Do-Over, more Word Burglar, Episode 3, uh, Weekend of Burgies. Lots of stuff. Please go check that out. You can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SYNWPC or go to Twitter.com at SYNWPC. Please continue to talk to us on those uh, social media locations, especially Facebook and Twitter. And uh, hit up iTunes for any of our shows. Please rate and review us. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. And if you rate and review us, we'll try and check it and uh, talk about it on the show. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. So All let's right. uh, turn to our good friend uh, old Sharky here mm-hmm. for uh, our sign-off. Yeah. See what we got. Um, well, hey, if you were going to watch some TV tonight, you know what you could uh, watch? What? what? You could watch Edge of Fright. Let's make a squeal. You could watch Mashda. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. You could watch Hawaii Five O. You could watch The Way It Wurs, The Smothered Brothers, Police Are these Gory. Shark TV shows? Not, nothing. This had nothing has to do with sharks at all. <laughs> it says top TV shark shows, Time, Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Scar Trek, The Price is Bite, Romper Ruin, You what? Bait Your Life, mm-hmm. I Scream of Genie. Uh, Let's just fade the volume out here while he reads these. <laughs> uh, here, here's one. Then we'll end I'm on this. So Give me a joke. What did the librarian use for shark bait? What a Bo- bookworm! Oh, oh, you got me, librarian. See you next Wednesday, Internet. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Internet. Ghost Internet. The Fuck team. Ghost and Savington. Savington. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.